1: this segment is brought to you by jig masters step up your game with high quality performance jigs spinner baits buzz baits and more from jigmasters.com and always when in doubt get the jig
2: out you're tuned in to off the water i'm your host jp this is the premier source for all things to do after a long day of fishing chill out grab a cold one let's go explore what there is to do off the water what is up world welcome back to off the water i'm your host jp and today your special guest is gonna be me jp (laughs) um you know just you know we're gonna come out and say right now one of the hardest things about podcasting is getting uh guests lined up in order and (laughs) uh I, I unfortunately you know what i i had guests lined up and just one after another you know and, and it's nothing life happens i i get it i'm the first one to tell you life happens so um that's why you always have backup plans and that's why i always have a set aside content to do some solo shows in case some guests can't make it so guess what that's what we're doing today we are doing a solo show today i'm going to be giving you some tips some tricks and some insight as to how I travel and how I'm preparing a trip and how I can help you save some money as well doing this. So this is actually a show you might not want to miss or skip over because if I could save you money, then, heck, I've done a pretty good job. So without any further ado, welcome back to Off the Water. Uh, Let's get some housekeeping out the way. So June 18th. Coming up, oh, I'm sorry, June 19th. Sorry, June 19th. Coming up right around the corner, we have the Paddle and Fin Trail Series meet up uh, going down on Madison Chain of Lakes in Madison, Wisconsin. You got Mendota, Menona, Winona, and all the other ones that come with it too. And um, my personal favorite is Mendota. Huge smallmouth. I didn't say that. You didn't hear that from me, but. You know, if I was a better man, I'd say some fish would come out of there. But anyhow, that's coming up the 19th of June. Uh, Be there or be square. We had a great turnout at the Coldwater Chain event. We gave away some money there. Come get your money at this one at Madison. But even more so next month, July, come to my home waters, Fox River. I can't wait to see you guys out there. And also, um, if you guys haven't already, Smash that share button. Get, share this up. Let's get this podcast rolling, man. We we've been taking off. We've been blessed, and we just want to keep it going and going and going. So, uh, so before I start getting into the tips and tricks, a little bit about life right now. So, um, in all honesty, looking at the calendar, so this is coming out on the fifth right now. The next podcast that would be slated for me to come out would be the 19th and then the 26th and the 3rd. So here's the reality of it. Um, it's going to be here to miss if I have one next week. Um, I'm getting married, and I got commitments to, to you know, keep up with for, uh, for the wedding, uh, you know, food tastings, bachelor parties, so on and so forth. So I'm not really going to stress this next couple series of podcasts, uh, just because there's a lot of other stuff on my plate right now. But um, you know, after the after you know we're we're married and settled in, we'll be right back to our normal scheduled shenanigans. But just giving you all my listeners a heads up on that. So possibility may or may not have a podcast coming up in the next. You know, after this in the next rotation in the week or two so just a heads up just an fyi but what's been going on uh fishing spawn is in full effect right now here in illinois some lakes have already had their cycles some lakes are in the midst of it um i've been out since the last podcast i've been out three times uh two of two of the three i've you know nothing struck out The last time I was out, I got a few smallmouth. Uh, Nothing to take home, but the fish are doing what they're doing. Here in Illinois, our fishery is so – what's the word I'm looking for? It's fragile. That's the word. It's fragile because uh, we've had bad habits of proper not catching release. Not keeping past the li- or keeping past or under the limits for decades, and it screwed the fishery up, you know, especially in northern Illinois where it's po- pretty populated. So, for my own sake, I try not to mess too much around when the fish are spawning because I'd like to have later on in life when I have kids and dra- grandchildren a good fishery for them. So, let the fish do their things. Been out mountain biking. Uh, this week alone, I put 30 miles in on the mountain bike. So, been getting that working, and you know, I've been doing. I've been changing up uh, the diet and a lot of other things that go with that. Just overall, both mentally and physically, getting better. Um, and two on top of it, you know, t- uh, taking out other things in life that had been kind of weighing down. So, a lot of change in a positive way going on here. But I will say, we are still doing. what's Sip everybody knows the rules that's not going away. However, having a beer has turned me into more of a lightweight since I started dieting as well. So uh, that's what's going on with me, guys. I mean, not that you guys care, but for those who do care, that's just a little insight. Uh, Busy as ever at work. It's summertime here in Chicago, on the west side of Chicago. So uh, it's been very busy at work. I worked yesterday we did 20 something runs and I'm probably on like 3 hours of sleep right now. So it's all good though. We're here, we're on this podcast, we're going to talk some cool stuff and you know, this is what it's all about, man. So let's dive into it. All right. So traveling. How do I do my traveling plans set up and everything else? Well, let's talk first What is the purpose of your travels? Are you going for business? Are you going for leisure? Are you going for, you know, family fun? It it all depends on what you're going for. So I'm going to break it down two ways, business and leisure. Now, in some of my circumstances, especially this last year, those two have intertwined with each other. Because I've been doing a lot with Paddle and Finn for the tournaments. So it's both been leisure and business. But uh, let's break it down one by one. So the business side. If I am traveling for business, okay, depending on how far I have to go or how soon the deadlines have to be meet, have to be met, uh, that will determine and also where I'm going. And what's going on. That will determine whether I'm going to book a flight or go on the road. Now, there's some stuff that I do with the fire department as well where, you know, it is uh, out of state. There's travel. There's things that had to go on. So um, my first thing is if you are doing business, I would – Talk to your employer, or if you're self-employed, look at what discounts and benefits you can get through your employer. Number one, if it's if they are if they have it all set up for you, ready to go, awesome. But if you have to do it on your own, see if there's any partners that your business partners with to give their members uh, any type of discount. So that starts with hotels, right? So if you're staying at a hotel, you know, most hotels are within some sort of chain and they offer some kind of incentive to business days, especially if you're going with multiple people. Now, that's the other thing, too. If you can get multiple people on your business trip, that's going to break down the cost. Also, on your business trip, I would regardless, you don't know sometimes you. Depending on the transparency of your employer, sometimes it's well expressed what can be and cannot be written off as an expense. Other times it's a judgment call on the employer's end. So anything that you do that you can write off as a business expense and taxes, number one, but also submit to your employer for reimbursement, do it. That includes food. That includes any type of fuel you might have spent going to that place, any kind of secondary accommodation, whatever the case you, whatever the case may be, that you feel that you would this would be justifiable as a business expense and for reimbursement. It's ne- what's the worst someone's going to say? No, nine times out of ten, if you can justify why you did it, um, at least with. The employers I've dealt with now, it can be different elsewhere, but usually it, it can be written off, especially if you're doing something on their behalf. Now, there's a fine line between that where you where you can't take it too far. Now, obviously, if you're going out every night buying, you know, uh, half shells of oyster with filet mignon at like the Ritz Steakhouse for you know five nights in a row. You try to write that off as a bit. I don't know. Some businesses conduct themselves that way. Others, uh, I would think, you know, maybe they might cover one if you're lucky. But if it's genuinely like, hey, you're out for your lunch. Hey, you have, you're have meeting with a business partner and you you're doing company work on their behalf and you bought a business associate lunch, stuff like that. Your fuel going back and forth or traveling around where you're at. Um, And some even go as far as covering your airline expense. So before anything else, look and see what your employer will offer to you. Now, I had mentioned saving your receipts. Anything that you do for your employer, you can also write off on your taxes. Now, I'm not here giving you tax advice. I'm just saying if you add up and it goes past a certain threshold, if everyone knows how to do taxes, you have a certain amount in write-offs. Always hold on to those receipts. Heck, you don't even need receipts anymore because if you're using a card, everything is is tracked on the card. But if you're paying in cash, obviously hold your receipts. So at the end of the year, you take multiple business trips and you make past that threshold you can get that as a write-off on your taxes, all right? Now, one thing I do recommend, and I always say, and this is, this is somewhat of a bias of mine, but it will save you money in the long run if your employer is not providing anything to you. And this also goes for the leisure side as well. If you are traveling by air, my recommendation, if your employer does this not segment provide you, is brought you, to you by Jigmasters.
1: Step up your game with high quality performance jigs, spinner baits, buzz baits, and more from jigmasters.com. And always, when in doubt, get the jig out.
2: You're tuned in to Off the Water. I'm your host, JP. This is the premier source for all things to do after a long day of fishing. Chill out, grab a cold one, and let's go explore what there is to do off the water. so I would sorry back to a little technical difficulty here so I'm gonna start this at 14 minutes my recommendation is flying Southwest Airlines okay now Southwest has some of the most reasonable prices that you can find about any airline they have a lot of destinations um, and it's, there's no assigned seating. See, when you, when you start picking assigned seating, when you're booking flights, first class business, economy, so on and so forth. Um, that's where your cost is going to incur because you're trying to select premium features. If There's no assigned seating and you're like the last to book and you're in like boarding class seat. Okay, fine. You sit in the back of a plane. I don't know. I've been doing it for years. And it doesn't bother me much. I mean, you can select your comfort and preference, but if you're trying to save some money, uh, Southwest is the way to go. Now, also with Southwest, they offer, depending on certain days of the week, and I'm sure other companies do this as well, uh, you can get free drinks on a certain day, your birthday, Southwest's birthday. So got to look at those dates where they have, uh, they call them perks. And those perks add up, especially if you're traveling trying to save a dime here or there. Okay, so business aspect of it, right? This is you're going, you're meeting with, you know, whoever. This is pure business in a typical business fashion, right? But now here at Paddle and Finn, we conduct business in a different manner because we're a kayak fisherman, right? We fish. That's what we do. We fish. We make podcasts. And we are just a bunch of guys and gals who love to have fun. So now I'm going to give you an example of what happened for Dale Hollow in my mindset of a business aspect here. Okay. So half work, half play. I enjoy what I do. So it wasn't truly business, but in some aspects it is. Now going to Dale Hollow Lake, one, I already know I have kayaks. You can't put a kayak on a plane. And if you do, call me because I want to know how you're able to do it. What did TSA say to you that you were able, that you, what did you tell TSA that you were able to get that kayak on a plane? So I'll be waiting. Um, (laughs) <laughs> you can message message the Panel and Finn Facebook Messenger, and I will personally give you my number, and we can talk on how you did it because I will be amazed if that ever happens. All right. So we are traveling by land for this, right? You have the kayaks. You have the camping gear. You have, you know, just everything that you're going to need for a few days, if not a week, out on the water, Okay. So, with that being said, uh, I personally, depending on where I go, and where I go for the most part, it's a typical, you have your typical hitters at gas stations. This is my first bit of advice to you guys traveling on the road. Sign up for your fuel rewards programs. Okay. It may not seem like a lot at first. If you are a military first responder, there's some uh, gas companies that give you a, a little bit more of a discount, right? So, for example, Speedway, being a first responder, I get, is it five or eight cents off a gallon of gas, which in the long run is huge. Okay, so you figure eight cents a gallon, you have I'm just for, for the sake of math, we'll go with 20 gallons, right? That's a dollar sixty. Typically a dollar sixty, okay. You say, well, you're saving a dollar sixty, yeah. Fine. But a dollar sixty on three Phillips, uh, that's about five bucks. That's lunch cover then, which, with that money you saved. So now that $5 that you just sit, you just turned that money into your lunch and you didn't have to go dig for somewhere else for lunch money. And if you're trying to do it on a budget, I mean $5 nowadays is like the bare minimum for lunch, but at the same time $5 you just put five you just put $5 towards the pot. Okay? those work well. It will save you money and it will create alternate, alternate options for you when you're making your purchasing decisions on the road. So get the fuel rewards cards from your gas stations. Number one. Number two, join whether it's through your insurance, whether it's through a third party um Start looking for um, roadside assistance clubs, AAA, Good Sam. There are so many places that recognize here to give you a discount on the road if you are traveling. Plus, they offer roadside service if anything were to happen to you. Yes, okay, traveling, you know, what's the worst that can happen? Well, you see it all the time. You see cars broken down on the side of the road. You see what you it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when it will happen to you so when it does happen you are prepared and you're ready to go all right so perks of being a triple a good sam whoever it is that you'd like join it is well worth it i've been there i have friends who've been there everyone i travel with has some kind of protection like that all right so there's your tip on how to save money in that fashion. Next, one of my favorite road trip savings um, and this one is not necessarily a saving, I would say. However, I'm going to tell you this and I'm going to tell you this with a as straight as a face as possible. Now, I know we're talking about saving money, right? You have to spend some money in order to save a lot of money. Let me repeat that. You have to spend some money in order to save some money. Well, Jason, how does that make sense? Well, it's like this. You have... A bunch of clothes that you're going to bring on your trip right whether it's on the road or on the plane for, and we'll use it for both instances here right now when we do panel and fin meetups and when we're doing business and everything you know there's things that there's certain things that I have to bring that I had to make sure are protected invest in protection for your merchandise I will say that till I'm blue in the face. You can spend all this money on gear, on clothes. You know, it just doesn't have to be clo- You know, like clothes for going out or whatever. You know, we all have GoPros. We have Deathfinders. We have electronics. We have. I mean, there's so many different things that can possibly break. One of our sponsors for this trail series is Pelican. All right. We have. You know, we all use our Brands, some like Yeti, some like, um, what's that other one? Arctic, some like Plano. Whatever the case is, make sure you have weatherproof protection for your goods. On a plane, on the road, wherever. You need to protect your investments. So that goes back to the statement you have to spend money to save money And the longer. I know the shock value. Oh my God, it's $300 for a waterproof bag or, oh my God, it's $50 for a container that looks like a plastic container or you name it. I, I get it. I've been there. I cheaped out before, but I've learned my lesson. If you buy cheap protection, you're going to get cheap results. You're going to get things that last for about a minute and then deteriorate. And it, it is what it is. That That's what, it, I mean, if you buy quality, you're going to get quality. If you buy crap, you're going to get crap. In my end, no way endorsing anybody to go on just spend ridiculous amounts of money. But be wise. Do your research in what you buy for protecting your gear. I'm going to link down, a, or actually, better yet. The picture that's going to be on display for this episode when you guys view it is going to be the picture of all my protection in the back of my truck. When we went to the tip of canoe, I had all my camping gear, my ring gear. And when I say business, this is business. We're sleeping out on the campground. I'm going out, I'm filming stuff. So this is legitimate. It's fun to me because I'm out there on the water, but yet I'm still doing business, right? So. The money I spent to protect my stuff to do our business is well worth in the end because none of my stuff got wet. Everything stood dry. I was not exposed to elements, nor was my equipment because I spent the money to save the money. So, enough being that dead horse. Invest, 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 invest. All right? Now, I think we covered the business aspect of things, at least from a pal and fin point of view. Um, and guys, if you're listening to this and you're on YouTube or later on, you're, you know, you listen to this later on down the line, shoot me a message, throw some comments down. What else do you guys do? I mean, this is like I said, this is my personal of what I do. I want to hear some of your guys' stuff. So if you got some stuff to throw out there for the world to hear, let's hear it. Now, Let's move it over to leisure because everybody likes leisure. So when I talk leisure, I'm talking about I have – I can do whatever the hell I want, right? (laughs) I can go fishing one day and then go, I don't know, the national parks the next day. Right. I, I I don't have anything tying me down. Not even and you know what? We'll talk about that too, because it kind of ties in with each with each other. And we're talking about destinations and what's your purpose is, right? So this is leisure. Now I know some of my listeners competitive kayak bass fishing is how they make their livelihood. That's their business. You can take it both ways. Some people fish leisurely in tournaments. Some people fish because that's how they make their living. I get it. Both ways. So we're going to leave that in the neutral zone, right? But if we can leave it in the neutral zone, I'm also going to press on certain things you can do with destinations, when doing tournament fishing as well. So this applies to this in, in both aspects. So when I'm looking for my own leisurely vacation, right? I'm just going out. I'm going to decompress. I look at the destination I'm going to. So I love the national parks. I try to find destinations that have national parks, but it doesn't always work because they're spread out. I also try to find fishing destinations, but also too, I don't want to burn myself out fishing as well. And is it a real thing? Yeah. Burnout's real in everything you do. Even in travel, burnout's real. Sometimes you just don't want to go places. It's life. Burnout happens. Do you want to get to the point of burnout? Eh, Well, I mean, if you're doing it a lot, it eventually will happen, no matter what you're doing. However, that's where I kind of learned to balance and put business and fishing together versus leisure. When I'm on a leisure trip, I'll be honest with you guys. I tend not to think about fishing. I'll kayak, but I I really don't want to go fishing because I have a competitive fishing state of mind. If I'm trying to decompress, I don't need to be competitive. Okay? So, leisurely for me is like when I went to Traverse City with me and Olivia. We went over April, right? So... We're gonna break this leisurely trip down. I'm gonna you're gonna hear about the trip and you're gonna hear how we broke this trip leisurely down, right? Okay. And I'm gonna save you some money too. All right, so it is March, it's the end of March. and we're on spring break for Chicago Public School schedule because that's what Olivia works. So we selected to go to Traverse City. So, number one, we know we are going to drive because there's no airports close enough to tr- go there. And for us, it's only a five, maybe six-hour drive. It was, no, yeah, it was six-hour drive. So, five and a half, six hours, give or take, right? Fuel stops, P-breaks. So, not too bad. Half day of traveling, we get up there. Perfect. Now... <laughs> Because this is considered the beginnings of Northern Michigan. Um, (laughs) The weather was kind of not the most ideal, but, you know, we made made the best of it. So, we had a purpose for going, right? So, when you decide a leisurely destination, you want to decide what your purpose is there. For us... It was vineyards, yeah, vineyards. Going to do wine tasting, but also some of the views that come from that area are absolutely breathtaking. So, for me, it was a both you know doing the vineyards and photography and scenery. I mean. There's nothing, it's weird because I live on the southwest end of Lake Michigan and we're on the northeast corner of Lake Michigan. It's like two different lakes. Crystal, you, you would think at some point you were in the Caribbean with how turquoise and clear this water is. It is insanely clear. Um, but with that being said, we also had looked at different activities to do. Now, I had mentioned earlier, I put 30 miles in on the bike. I like to mountain bike. And Sleepy Bear National Dunes is in that area. So guess what we did one day? We went mountain biking there one day. And it was awesome. Was it cold? Absolutely. it was. But it was funny because 42 felt like a heat wave. <laughs> but we had a blast. Now, what else did we do while we we're there, and how can we save you money? Okay, so leisure, right? Well, what's one big thing on our show? Beer. We have a whole little segment called One Sip Everybody Knows the Rule. Do your research into the area you are going before you travel there. So, one thing we found out was that Traverse City is Very, very big in the craft beer scene, and they're very, very big, not only in the vineyard scene, but also in the service industry. Tons of restaurants. There's, I think, 16 breweries, if I remember right, within a 60-minute drive of Traverse City alone. That's a lot of breweries for a small town, right? Not a town, but a small city. Um so a lot of breweries. Also, a lot of distillery. So, if there is a Chamber of Commerce in the area you're going to, get in touch with them. And I only say that because a lot of the Chamber of Commerce offer discounted, um, you know, to certain restaurants and to certain area attractions. Uh, for us, we found that there is – do I have it here? Hang on can pause. It might be right here. Hang on. Yes, I have it right here. Okay, so check this out, guys. So not this isn't only just for Traverse City. This is for the entire state of Michigan. It's called the Real Craft Pass. And what this is, there's a bunch of breweries in here. And it's like a passport book, okay? Now... As I'm trying to show you guys this, just just an example, right? So I show you, I'm showing you guys this. Of a lot of breweries in here, a lot of them are in Traverse City or within our route there. So for example, we went to where is it? Where's that pass stamp? Stand by. Okay, right here. Boom. The Workshop Brewery, right? So, we got 50% off two drinks. Dude, so 50% off two drinks, that means that was $12 for the two drinks, their craft beers. So, pretty much the price of one was $6, right? Okay. Now, flip through this. That is the majority... Of what the offers are in here. There's money saved right there. Boom, done. Number two, start with if you are going to a restaurant or even more so the breweries. The breweries are notorious for this. Follow the breweries that are there and look to see what their weekly specials are or their daily specials. You know, there's happy hours. There's times where you could get um, you know, like you know, drinks discounted, you know, on a certain day. You gotta do your research because we were able to find that some of these breweries, their happy hour, what was a seven dollar beer was three fifty, half off a, a craft beer. Or if you do flights, they have flights for like five dollars. I mean, you get to try all, all the beers that are there. Next. Google is your friend, okay? Google will pull up any kind of advertisement, any kind of discount that you can possibly find within the first couple um, results of your search. We found discounted tickets for our wine tour, which saved us $20, okay? Now, let's just... I know these numbers kind of sound smaller, right? But there's $20 here, $6 here, $12 here. Dude, by the time this trip was set in – oh, duh, Airbnb. Airbnb versus a hotel and for what we stayed at saved us about $150. And we have way more amenities, okay? So $150. If you see the trend I'm going with here, be smart about where you select and where you're going. Now, again, this all comes to research. Research your neighborhoods. Research the restaurants. You know, do this days out, you know, in advance. I I, Usually, I typically start planning in like a week to two weeks in advance of what I want to do and where I want to go. That way... When it comes to aim that way, you have somewhat of a sense of direction. Can you aimlessly walk around and go? Absolutely. I f- frick, I do it all the time. But if you have a plan, you will save money that way, right? Leisurely. Now, is it? Le- some people might argue that oh, you're you're mentally preparing to do all this. Well, yeah, but a lot of preparation saves a lot of time in the end, right? I mean, and especially when you're on vacation leisurely. You might have time, but time just goes by like that. Done. Um. So, another hint for those who are traveling um, to leisurely destination, right? I would definitely try to. How do you word this the right way? Try to talk amongst your peers or talk amongst your friends or whoever. Find out who's been there before, right? If this is somewhere you've never been, try to get the inside scoop of people who've traveled to these places because you'll find that you could do all the research in the world, but then somebody else finds something different, right? And the perfect example of this was um, Traverse City again, right, when we went up there so we know so there's two it's a peninsula right there's two different there's two peninsulas that come off this one end of the of the mainland and one's called the um the old mission peninsula and the other one is called the oh god i'm going to butcher this name um it's the Lelano peninsula Two different set of vineyard tastings over there. Two different sets of scenery. And this is what I mean when you're pressed for time. We had five days, but we were doing so much that we could only pick one or the other to do a vineyard tasting with. And so we wound up doing it with the old mission, but now we know to go back to Leelanau to do the other one the next time. And we had recommendations from both ends. It was kind of a crapshoot to pick one. But Knowing that that's still there, when we go back, we're definitely going to check that out the next time. So definitely consult those who've been there and get the opinion of both places, right? Um, You know, or get the opinions of others about certain things that are there that you may not know about or may not come across in your research. All right. So enough about the Traverse City trip, right? Pretty much, when it all came down to it, we're going to sum it up. We said, I think the last numbers I crunched, we saved somewhere around $340 by Airbnb, by doing our research, by looking at who's having discounts on so on and so forth, right? We're very conservative. I don't know. I, I like saving money, and I like kind of having a plan. On the other hand, my fiance she likes going, you know, just kind of going off doing her own, th- you know, We'll go with the flow and go wherever. So that's all there. But there's three things that are going to make your trip successful. That's preparation. That includes doing your homework, researching the area you're going to. Um, that also includes finding discounts. And the last thing that's going to make us successful is sticking to the plan, right? You can go off on doing an adventure, but if you do your preparation, you're going to have a successful financially saving trip, right? You know, it's a little bit of money. Now, the like I said, the one thing I do love are national parks. Now you gotta remember too, um, national parks aren't the closest things to airports. So you're gonna have to do road trips. So what I so that was a driving one. Now we're gonna do flying again. We talked about business and flying, but leisurely, yeah, you can apply this to business in some aspects too, right? But leisurely, if I'm choosing to go to a national park, right, on your phone, we have some apps. And these apps are through REI, and they call the hiking, the trail running, excuse me. Um, but they provide a list of all the national parks. So what I do is I kind of... Start using these apps to plan out where I want to go in the park, and this is kind of a perf- this trip that I'm about to speak of is a perfect example of a fly-in um, destination, you know, fly-in leisure and you know, doing what you what you do when you're not fishing. So, 2018, we and if you guys listen to the episode. Of off the water with um, Aaron Mathis we talked about it but uh, me and my buddies we did a mountain biking trip out in Utah at the Canyonland National Park all right so we flew into Salt Lake City we had six hours or so six explore Salt Lake City did my research beforehand saw what I need to saw saw what need to be seen in Salt Lake City Rented a vehicle and we drove to Moab. Once we were in Moab, we did our research to find, you know, the restaurants that are open later because we knew we were getting into town later. We wound up going to Moab Brewery and then we did Arches National Park. We hiked, we did the Delicate Arch, um, you know, just a lot of cool, cool features there, right? And then we had a We had a plan and a purpose in Moab, and that was to mountain bike from the south end of Canyonlands back into Moab, 125 miles, black diamond terrain, primitive camping. You have, we went with the guide service. You have an overland vehicle with you uh, in case things go to hell, right? So just an awesome trip there. We made it back and then. Instead of going back to Salt Lake City, we want to hit all five national parks. So we went from Moab. We went to, so you had Canyonland and Arches were hit, right? And then you had uh Capitol Reef. We went through that one, Bryce Canyon, and then Zion, right? Zion we hiked all the way up to Angels Landing. Uh Capitol Reef and Bryce we or Bryce we hiked. Hocked down to the uh, Garden of the Goddess, came back up, and we planned out because we knew how fast of pace walkers we were. So we planned it where we, okay, we have three hours inside Bryce Camp. We know we can make this amount, amount of time going down and coming back up based upon elevation just knowing and knowing who you're with, right? Who's the weakest link in your group? Because it's not going to be the fastest person you're going to keep up with. It's the weakest link you're going to have to keep up with. So know who's in your group when you're going to this stuff, right? But it's all about preparation and planning on that. And then we got the most out of it, you know, Zion, and then we drove to Vegas and then spent a night in Vegas. Awesome, awesome trip. Flew home the next morning. Now, leisurely, for us, (laughs) for me, I still like being active. I mean, I could go sit on a beach, but I can only sit for so long before I get up and start doing something, right? Just who I am. I like like adventure, I like being on the move. Now, things that saved us money on this trip, that's gonna help you save money. Number one, bundle your packages together, okay? Again, I'm not giving you guys tax or financial, I'm not a financial consultant, I'm just telling you what worked for me. Earlier I had mentioned Southwest Airlines, I have a Southwest airline credit card that I use that you can use your points for air tickets, right? So I use the credit card, paid off the credit card. You get the points. Guess what? My ticket paid for. Punch my ticket with my points that I used from the credit card. So that's paid for, right? There's savings right there. As a member of the... International Association of Firefighters, we get a discount um for, for car rental. So we'll get our car rental at a discounted rate, right? Now that's just my discount. You you guys have to go out there and kind of look and see. You know, I, I don't know what your job affiliations are. If you're in a trade, there's your union discount, if your business offers discounts, so on and so forth. But they're out there. You've had to go find them. Heck, even looking at, um, like, Expedia and other places will give you discounts on cars as well, right? So, discount on the car. We used TripAdvisor um, to find our hotel, or the, yeah, hotel, motel. They're all kind of the same because in the desert, you had to have a certain style of um, structure for cooling. But where we stood, the Red Rock... um, we were able to get a discount through trip through TripAdvisor. Um, we, we found the code there. So that gave us 30% off. Right. So boom, savings on savings on savings. Now how we found rim tours, we had to do our research, but um, the more people we brought on, the less it became. We had a, we filled six slots. So that saved us money in the long run right there. Also, Time and money saved by having a guide with you. Absolutely. If you do, if you're in the middle of the desert and you don't know where the fuck you're going, get a guide. All right. Best thing we could have done. So, again, fuel discounts. We I we I have like I said three different fuel line discounts. Saved us some money there. Um, saved us money when we're booking on the road, and then. Um, if you have like a hotel chain that has discounts, so I had, um, IHG, be able to get a discount at IHG for, um, for the hotel in Las Vegas. Right. And what's the best part about being in Vegas when money came back on top Southwest Airlines. So, um, I'm not endorsing or promoting the use of gambling on this podcast but man if you sh- if you call uh sevens on roulette red reds and sevens 120 uh you walk away with your trip paid that's what happened here so you know just saying <laughs> had a cool hand right there so anyhow um so that trip was paid in its entirety thank you las vegas <laughs> um but Again, little breaks in between add up. Okay? So the moral of this story, I hope you guys can take some stuff away. Preparation. Do your research. Join these rewards. Okay? Because the more you do it, the more it pays for itself over time. Okay? And last but not least, Know your purpose and what you're going for. That will absolutely help you save money in the long run. All right. So a little bit about my brain how I work when I'm doing my trip planning off the water. Now, it is time for everybody's favorite segment. One sip, everybody knows the rules. Brought to you by Rocktown Adventures in Rockford, Illinois. Now, today's beer we have is quite awesome it is called quiet contemplation and it is by a local brewery here called black horizon shout out to black horizon shout out to derek at black horizon all right this is going to be awesome they are a brewery that's about I don't know, 10 15 minutes away from my house i love their logo and you know what i they open later, so I never really had the chance to go there till last week, or two weeks ago. Sorry, and every beer I had from there, I I had love. So this one, for one sip, everybody knows the rule: quiet contemplation. Let's crack her open. There it is. Mm, smells great. Get that pour. I can smell. The, so there's cocoa. There's coffee. Let me read this off to you. Stout brewed with cold brew coffee, cinnamon, vanilla, and lactose. It smells just as good as what it's probably going to taste. So here we go. One sip. Everybody knows the rules. Rocktown Adventures, Rockford, Illinois. Ah, oh. uh Oh. Woo. Ah, spicy. Wow. <laughs> Excuse me. Wow. Oh, man. I don't know if it's because I was... uh just tired after a long shift, but that cold brew man, we it kicked. That is good. Okay, coffee for sure. Um, cinnamon, yeah, that that spicy that made me kind of go. Wow, that that's there. Uh, vanilla, yeah. Afterwards, it's on the back end. Um, well, the lactose you can't really taste lactose. That's what's helping keep the balance through it. Um. I need another sip of this. Ah, A hell of a lot of deliciousness right there. All right. Out of five stars. And it's a stout, too. Man, I'm not super crazy about stouts. That's Olivia's thing. So I will say this is definitely a four out of five all day. I'm not a stout. I'm not a crazy stout drinker, but this stout will take the cake, man. This is very good. Um, Nice job at Black Horizons. Uh, Delicious. I don't know what else I could say about it. Delicious. So that's one sip. Everybody knows the rules. Well, ladies, gentlemen, everybody listening right now, it is that time. It is that time for us to leave. Goodbye. Sayonara. But never fear. One day soon, another podcast will be here. I love how I make the voice like I'm telling a story, but don't ask me no questions and I won't tell you no lies. And if you don't know, now you know. Man, that's like three songs in one. <laughs> Anyhow, guys, thank you so much for tuning in, listening to this episode of Off the Water. I'm your host, JP. Shout out to all our show sponsors, Rocktown Adventures, Jigmaster Master Jigs, uh, Pelican Cases, uh, and everyone else out there listening, guys. Thank you for your support, and thank you so much for being a part of this family known as Paddle and Finn. Until next time, guys, I'll see you off the water. Peace.
1: Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode on Paddle in Fin.